Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Menashe. The mainstream media continue to push the narrative that the U.S. and Canadian economies are strong, unemployment's low, and the service sector of the economy is doing great. This is what's driving the South Landing hypothesis. But what's being overlooked is the economic headwind that is about to hit the U.S. economy. The U.S. government is low on tax revenue this year. We reported this fact. We reported on the fact the U.S. Treasury has experienced a massive fall in tax collections this year. We know that there haven't been any massive tax cuts announced this year by the Biden administration, so there's no way that amount of personal income tax collected in 2023 can be down and the economy growing at the same time. Those two numbers need to track each other very closely. Well, effective September 1, in less than two weeks, U.S. student loans become due again. The U.S. has 45 million people with student debt. And over the past three years, about 60% of the borrowers with student loans took advantage of a pandemic forbearance offer on student loans. That comes to 25.6 million people. The Biden administration attempted to extend this forbearance even further, and this executive order was struck down by the Supreme Court. See, the power of the purse, that is government spending and tax collection, is vested with the Congress and not the executive branch of government, which is the president's office. So effective September 1, the interest will start accruing again on these 25.6 million loans, and the average payment of about 300 a month will need to start coming out of bank accounts on October 1. For the last quarter of the year, that amounts to about $23 billion that will be pulled out of the economy. Now, that might not sound like a huge sum of money within the context of the entire U.S. economy, but the impact is larger than just $23 billion. Remember that when money is spent in the economy, it tends to circulate. That's called velocity of money, the notion that money circulates in the economy. But when a loan is repaid, the velocity of money with that transaction is zero. Those funds go into money heaven. In the past several months, many consumers with extra money to spend have prioritized services and experiences over goods. That's shown up in the government's retail sales numbers all year, although retailers have managed to post solid year-over-year gains most months. But a lot of that's inflation. It's not actual real spending because those numbers are presented in nominal dollars, not real dollars that are inflation-adjusted. The need to dedicate funds to loans that had once been forgiven or forgotten will arise from many consumers this fall, and that's going to definitely create downward pressure for both back to school and the holidays in the fourth quarter, traditionally the strongest time of the year. That's bad timing for the industry. Retailers are especially vulnerable. Consumers with student loans have been definitely spending on stuff. They've been taking extra vacations. They've been dining out in restaurants. They have been spending. And this is one headwind that by itself will not tank the economy. But it's just one more headwind in a string of bad news that threatens to further undermine the economy. The indicators are everywhere if you choose to look. Somehow, the mainstream media seems to be locked in on a narrative that the tight labor market is proof positive that the economy is strong. The hours worked in the labor survey show a different story. Hours worked continue to fall. That's a clear indicator that workers are getting fewer hours, even if they haven't lost their jobs. In a recessionary environment, work hours are reduced first before people get laid off. Mass layoffs are generally a last resort. You might be thinking I'm bearish on the economy, and that's not the case. Just the numbers are telling the story. I'm personally an eternal optimist. We've seen Treasury yields increase in the past few weeks. The long end of the bond market determines the cost of borrowing for most real estate investors. Rates have increased nearly 40 basis points in the past month, which is definitely not welcome news. It's going to increase the cost of borrowing for all forms of real estate. What we have to remember is that in August of 2008, 
economists at the Fed were continuing to say the economy was strong. That was until the Lehman Brothers' failure, which none of them saw coming. And when that domino fell, the bottom fell out of the economy and the rest of the financial system were laid bare for everyone to see. I don't have a crystal ball, but I feel like we're at a similar juncture. These effects take time to manifest. I'm expecting to see more financial pain trickling through the financial markets in the coming weeks. As you think about that, have an awesome rest of your day. Go make some great things happen. We'll talk to you again tomorrow.